This is Trent Mellon from the Penrith Panthers on the Sports Project. Thank you very much for having me on your television show. Have a good night. very first segment of the Sport Project. We are joined by Carlo, Sasha, Chris. Before we start, cheers team. What a good yeah. way to kick off. Right? Outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> the enthusiasm Water is... in a coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is gonna land hopefully when you're having that first sip of that ice cold beer at the long end of a hard week. Before you come and listen to us, we're gonna bring you all the weird and wonderful sporting magic of every week. Obviously, the AFL's still got a week to go before we kick off. It's a little bit longer before we put them on the map. To top it off, the rugby, well, that's already in round four. Melbourne Rebels are sitting on top of the Australian Conference. The Crusaders are leading New Zealand Conference. And the Lions are well out in front with South African Conference as well, too. When we're talking loads more sport throughout the year, and I was going to bring up uh, horse racing. However, I gave the boys a really bad tip today, so... I don't think we're going to be chatting much about that. Right? No, we're not, because your <laughs> mate, Jockey, gave us a tip that's still running now, even though it's set off about six hours ago. Sure thing, can't lose, put your house in it, Renee Gartner said. Next minute, you Sasha and I... You should have learned from last week, didn't you? <laughs> Sasha and I, head in hands on the top of the Baltic Bridge, thinking, what next? No house. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the story of what happened last week, we asked uh, Renee to put a $5 bet on uh, in a in a... In a bit of a oh, syndicate, we all put 50 in. Um, and basically, Renee went to the tab machine, did a 25 each way bet. I didn't really, I went to put $5 each way. And, and it was a donker. Yeah, it was a donkey. Look, oh, it could have won oh, big. Oh, could have won big. Could have won big. It was licking ice creams from children's hands. Well, half it's bloody luck. All right, we're going to be basically making this show quite rugby league dominant because we are in the first round of rugby league. Yeah, footy. Um, not feeding the chooks, Ash. Just go the chooks. Yeah, go the chooks. We're going to be chatting to our adopted team. Sash is going to give you a bit of a rundown of that a little bit later on, and their captain uh, discussing the hot topic, which is everyone's lips at the moment, which is the Matt Lodge saga. And we're going to be chatting to the ever charismatic Penrith captain and all-round larrikin, Trent Merrin. He's going to be joining us later on, and Sash is going to have some weird and wacky sports to inject. But right now, it is the sendum. Category. So let's send them, boys. But all right, let's kick it off. The first segment, send them. Remember, kids, gamble responsibly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't don't give gamble. It to you, Dad. The first one, okay. I, I wanted to bring up Conor McGregor, his recent appearance in a Burger King ad, <laughs> which <laughs> makes absolutely no sense. If anybody knows Burger King, it's about burgers. It's not about chicken burgers. That Leave that to KFC or a Porto or anybody like that. This was solely about a spicy chicken burger, and all he does was absolutely abuse and literally rip the whole thing apart, saying how good it is, how tasty it is. It's so corny cliche, it was horrible. But at the end, he dropped in <laughs> a little bit of McGregor brilliance, and he said, thank you for putting McGregor Jr. through university. Now, uh, may I add, uh, may, may, now, before you jump in, he did say in 2016 to Cristiano Ronaldo, he said, you're the Forbes list, you're high up on the Forbes list. In fact, you may be number one. I'll overtake you. And with this, and another accumulation of every other thing he's done, he's passed Cristiano Ronaldo on the Forbes list, as he said he would. How much did he get paid for it? A lot. Yeah, more, than 20, more than 20 bucks, for sure. Yeah. We've got 30 seconds. But right, look, should we send him off, or should we send him in? So the Hungry Jacks, what's their slogan? It's Burger King, mate. Oh, 
Yeah, get out. You're yeah, sending more. Same thing. Yeah. Carlo, no, go. Not no, no, I, I think it's smart marketing. It's that bad. It's good. I agree. One king to another. Well, Renee, what do you think? I think send them. I'm so sick of seeing people sell out so bad. But oh, actually, he's not, selling, same out team, so not selling out. He's, he's, at the end, he he's, he's at the end. He's going, look. All right, send them or send them off. Send them or send them in. Send them in. Send them in. Done. All right. Carlo, you're our next lad. So, yeah, my sending off. Actually, he's uh, to do with the cricket at South Africa versus Australia. Uh, Quentin de Kock versus David Warner. Heated day of sport and things were getting uh, a little bit... Heated? Heated at the crease. Warner was animated when uh, a South Africa player was dismissed. Uh, and when they ended for the day, they were walking off. They were walking through the tunnel. And de Kock, love that name, <laughs> said something to Warner. Uh, that was vile about, about his wife, Candice Warner. Uh, Tim, Timmy Payne heard what he said and said it was uh, vile and disgusting. Okay, so um, sledging, does it does it have a part in sport these days, on and off the field? And uh, just to end that, that's what happens. No, but you're not saying, are you sending? Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You, uh, is it sending off? I'm just saying, like, Nick up, like 30 Nick seconds. Up, Nick up, your parrot is all I've got to say, right? If you've got to give it, you've got to get it. That's all I'm saying. Mate, listen, it's cricket. It's boring as batshit. Anything that you can spice this game up with, I'm all for. And if it's against these misses, no offence, David, and I know Candice as well. You gotta accept it. That's what you're there for. Chris, and I, Chris and I played poker today, right? It's a four-day poker tournament. We got bored after an hour and deliberately got abused out. them. Oh, oh, deliberately got out. Let's play five days of cricket. There was there was a call. There was Three, a call two, from Candice Warner. Said David, that's what happens when you rub the cup the wrong way. Yeah, outstanding. All right, Sash, you're up. Yeah, look, my send them segment's all about uh, the juniors of the game coming through from, um, you know, dads that have they've been successful in their respective sports. So I want to talk about LeBron James Jr. I don't know if you've seen footage of his 13-year-old kid, but he's bloody excellent. Absolutely freak. He's an absolute freak. He's shooting points from around the uh, around the park. I'd maybe call it the park. It would probably be the court. But, um, it, you know, it brings me to, like, Nathan Cleary. Nathan Cleary's uh, paved his own way through the through the game, I believe, and, you know, he's absolutely killing him. So my, my little segment here is all about send them, uh, you know, to the next level so if you're using Nathan Cleary as an example because we all know him uh, yeah. it's about sending through Origin he needs to play Origin this year is my, my thoughts on it alright mm. 30 seconds I'm going to say send him in I agree with Sasha on the terms of this when you see a, a prodigy of a parent of a the parent, yeah, I said it right yeah, uh, going into playing awesome. sport I mean you've got Muhammad Ali Layla Ali uh, who else have we got uh, Ian Botham, Liam Botham, Mick Doohan, Jack Doohan is now coming out. They're saying them, they've got to go in. You've got to, no, you've got to let them be kids first. You've got to let them enjoy it because as soon as you put too much pressure, and that takes away the youth of the part of growing up and enjoying the sport, and instantly they've got so much pressure on them, they kind of don't know what to do with it. I didn't get that chance to say Well, that's that. That doesn't matter. She's that's it. That's all the point. Like she knows I'm dropping names here. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, pick them oh, up. Yeah. Pick them up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't win, you've got 30 seconds to have a crack, all right? Oh, you get a chance yeah, to read that one. That's what Oh, that's what he said. I'm here all night, try the deal. All right, send them for my segment after watching the start of the rugby league season uh, come off, or a lot of the live interviews coming into round one. Some of the interview questions have been doing my head in. One in particular, um, which has been directed at West Tigers, Penrith, South Sydney, is. What about the internal culture and the, the conversation that's having that you've got a bad internal culture within the team at the moment? And the response back was, well, I'm here. We don't have a bad internal culture. We're going into round one. 
And if I was going to speak about anything, would I actually say that our culture is bad? So exactly. I'm saying to those questions, send them, send them off because they're doing my head in. Well, there's nothing else to talk about, isn't there? Is there no. at the moment of rugby league? Uh, there is absolutely nothing. So what, what about the journalists? They're just absolutely crawling for something that they can just, here we go, here we go. Sneeze? No yeah. sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> for the listeners, he was nearly going to uh, sneeze then. Uh, but yeah, they're crawling for a news story, aren't they? Well, they are. It's lazy journalism. They, like you say, they've got absolutely nothing else to write about. Round one's about to start. The English teams came over. They got absolutely whitewashed. You can't really you know, take the piss out of the Aussie players mm. or the teams there because they performed way before. And, and you know what? They've got nothing else to write about. Sure, anyway. So, send them. Sure. Send them. Send them. Good no. segment. Good segment. All right, it's the first one. We try and make it snappy. As I said, it's 60 seconds of whether you send them in or send them off. Chris and Sasha's favourite saying, so they finally got their own segment. Okay, up I next. Know, if anyone doesn't know where that comes from, it's about send nudes, and if you don't know what that is, then send Chris and I nude pornographic images <laughs> yourself, please. Not the, not the gents, though, just send them to just, Renee. Yeah, no, no, send them to Renee, but just women <laughs> Welcome back to the Sport Project. We are hitting the serious part of the show right now. Now, the NRL registered the contract of Lodge, Matt Lodge, uh, from the Brisbane Broncos last year, which will see him return to the competition this round. Uh, he returned on Thursday night. His return comes less than three years after he terrorised a family and a young woman in a frightening New York rampage where he yelled out, tonight, this is the night you die. He also pleaded guilty to assaulting a former girlfriend prior to the New York incident. Now we look at players like Todd Carney, um, who was cited by the NRL, who hasn't been cited in the NRL since he was sacked by Cronulla in 2004. He can't get a contract re-signed mm. and re-registered, but here we are welcoming back another player to the Brisbane Broncos. It's alarming. It, it really is. It's it, it's frightening scenarios. Todd Carney, yes, he had a string of stupid offences in which, you know, he repeatedly brought the game into disrepute. He repeatedly let down young fans and young players wanting to be just like Todd Carney. But what were they? There were stupid strings of incidents like this. Yes, yes he brought disrepute into the game. They wasn't illegal. He pissed in his own mouth, for God's sake. Or he <laughs> joked to. He didn't leak the video. His friend did. But he's not at all once threatened anybody's life. No. Or struck a woman that we know of that it's come up into the limelight or anything like that is not once been in a situation where you're threatening the life of somebody else that's totally unacceptable across all levels men women kids it doesn't matter it's just not acceptable and yet yes okay i get age on his side lodges you telling me before was 22 and todd county's getting a little bit older again irrelevant you know yes people make mistakes but not like that no and especially when he's not even attempted to pay back anything, he was fined against the victims, not one. I, I totally agree. And whether it's um, a sports person or a person in general pop population, it, the, the acts that he did were just unacceptable, full stop. So here we are, we're talking about bringing, wanting to bring the game back into where it needs to be, a role model, uh, a privilege to play the game, as Todd Greenberg has said. And here we are, we're allowing people who have done not wrong once or twice or a second chance. And Matt Lodge, is, um, his, his scenario is about, this is about his fifth time that he's been um, a misdemeanor with, with either the law or, or Ill, Ill behavior. So how, how can we keep on letting these people come back? And then the horrible thing that I heard was, Todd Greenberg says, well, he needs to earn money um, to pay back. Well, mm. yeah, go and be a bricker. Go and be a tradesperson. But you don't deserve to be back in our sport. Todd Carney, on the other hand, 
he's paid his dues. He did something stupid, which wasn't acceptable, but it was stupid. It wasn't illegal. Okay, and he's in the wilderness for that. Was it harmful? Was it harmful? Yeah, we talk about Todd Carney, then we talk about all these drink driving charges, we talk about assault charges that, you know, never come out in public. We talk about him drinking piss against the Raiders, you know, and then get pissing uh, on someone else's foot at a local pub in Canberra. Then he gets another chance and he goes and pisses in his own mouth. And yeah, granted, like, we've all done that before, have we? Oh, no, no, okay, everyone. But it's fluid, he's pissing on someone's foot. It's not threatening the life of someone. It's not driving, threatening the life of one. Yeah, definitely. Not, yeah. A, not, oh, not approved. I don't, don't for one minute think I excuse yeah. that. But you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, this is this is the problem with rugby league right now. There's no consistency in punishments. This has been the problem for so long. Melbourne Storm got stripped of two or three premierships because they went over the salary cap. Yet before that, the New, New, Ze- New Zealand Warriors, easy for me to say, got stripped <laughs> some points and a bit of a final slap on the wrist. And it's happened to other teams before. Yeah. There's no consistency in the punishments or the reasoning behind banning players or stripping teams of points. I will uh, wrap the segment up by just mentioning that the the first interview that Matt Lodge has done was with the League Life with Fox Sports uh, on the weekend, and they also gave the opportunity for Todd Greenberg to come out and speak. They did put it to him and say, why not Todd Carney? Why are we not seeing him back there? What he said was that Todd has not actually asked to sit in front of him once to speak about this at all or to even ask to come back to the rugby league. It's been everyone in the wider community that's been pushing for Todd to come back in, but Todd hasn't sat in front of them. Where Matt Lodge for the last two years has sat in front of them and the NRL has actually knocked him back. So this was the first time that they said, based on the case that he's put forward and the case with the Broncos, that they've allowed it to come through. And that was not only with Todd Greenberg, but it was also with the head of the Integrity Commission unit as well too. So this just seems like a power trip population contest for Todd Greenberg, because what you've not sat in front of me and told me why, and told me or asked me why I should allow you back in here, then you're not allowed. Yet all of a sudden, if I sit there and plead, I'm so sorry about this, so sorry about this, yep, in you go. Yep. All right, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to use the words, but bullshit. I know we're going to wrap it up, and I don't condone anything he's done in the past, but I'd be interested to see this and to watch um, his development of the Broncos there and then see how he goes, and hopefully he goes to a good time. Well, we've seen uh, good news in terms of Russell Packer, Manu Manu, and Danny Wick, so hopefully it's going to be a similar situation for Matt Lodge, but either way, I think we really need to see a, a consistent image for rugby league going forward. Uh, up next, we're going to get a little bit more light-hearted. We're going to be interviewing one of the players from the Panthers. Uh, he's m- turned uh, batting a Merrin into a popular phrase, and most people would take that as a slap in the face. But for <laughs> this bloke, <laughs> he's dead set. It's a compliment. He's a great bloke, and we're going to be talking to him very shortly. Welcome back to the Sport Project. Uh, we have a very special guest who we've been talking about all day. We say Banning and Marin. That was meant to be slap in the face, but it's actually a compliment when it comes to this bloke because he is one of the gentlemen of the game. Please welcome Trent Marin. Welcome to the game, mate. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Welcome on board, Barry. Welcome on board. First guest. First guest. Our very first. First guest. You must be pumped. Yeah, it was very pumped. I can't wait. <laughs> hey, um, Sasha thought batting in there was a little bit different to how it's actually said. Mm. Do you want to tell him to talk him through it? Hey, look, Trent, I just thought it was feeding the chooks, mate, like having a lamb shank. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, I've got it wrong and uh, continue to be. Uh... Well, can, can, can I ask how you come to that comparison of feeding the chooks to pulling a merit? No, it's batting a merit. So, like, you batting a merit, putting blood in it, feeding the chooks. <laughs> Lamb shank. That's how I got there. So, so you're, just, you're just obsessed, aren't you, with Donald Barbecue? 
Dread Baron. We're going to have first guest the show, and we're going to completely lose it. We've got way off topic. We've got way off topic. We're talking masturbation. Mate, how are you preparing for this season? How's it going? I think he's going to take it both ways, I guess. I think whatever. <laughs> Do you? Either way. <laughs> no, Trent, Chris was just asking um, about how you're preparing this season. Obviously, you started yeah, 2017 pre-season with a torn calf. This time, you've had a full pre-season under the belt and uh, looking a lot lighter. Yeah, no, it's, it's been awesome, I think, um, heading into every pre-season. If you can face it uh, with the body cooperating, I think... Um, you're due for a good good start. So last year wasn't really the best start. I had a, a torn calf after the Four Nations tour and um, started off a bit dusty. And it's a bit hard to, to catch up some form when, when you start the, the year from behind. So um, it's been a great year so far. Um, had a real tough preseason with the boys and really looking forward to uh, come Sunday against Para. Uh, Trent, we've seen you before because we've got you on Skype for all the listeners out there. We've seen you before with your lid off, mate, and you did set cut like a picnic lunch. So uh, well done <laughs> on your pre-season, mate. You're going well. I thought it was in place. Because... <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's you bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trent, I remember speaking to you a little while ago. I think it was when I was working on the footy show and you spoke. Um, one of your motivators to get fit and get in the starting sign was you put a picture of a bloke that was getting the, the in front of the team in front of you on a boxing bag. Yeah, I think it's it's always been a motivating drive for me. I think as a kid, I, I struggled with my weight and um, it was always a, a tough thing to do to to drop it. And um, I missed out on a few rep teams as a kid growing up, and it was always a, um, a push to my success so far is to. Um, always outdo those those players when I was a kid to um to get in those positions. So I remember there was one kid, Joey Manapuku, that, that got it over me and I, I drew a photo of him and put it on the boxing bag and punched 12 rounds out of him on the, on the boxing bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's something that, that really draws me and, and those things that you don't forget, especially um when you get older and, and you do achieve some of your goals, they're, they're the stories that you hold on to and hopefully you can leak them out um, with your success on the way and, and a young kid, uh, grabbed a hold of it and hopefully can can do something with it. Good man, good. Um, uh, Cameron Serrano is a decent friend of mine, and he's uh, he's one of your assistant coaches there at Penrith, mate. He's uh, how's how's he's been telling me about everything that's going on in, in the camp. Uh, obviously, a fair few people leaving at the moment. What's what's the what's the feeling in the camp? He always he always paints a good picture, Cam, that everything's all right. But what's uh, how's the feeling in the Penrith camp with these players leaving? Yeah, it's it's been incredible. This year's been awesome. I think um, we've copped a lot of slack from the the media outsources trying to shake the boat a bit. But I think um, they need to write something. The footy season hadn't started yet, so they need a few stories to write, and they'd grab a hold of anything. But yeah, mate, in, in behind closed doors, it's been excellent. I think um, like uh, Hook's been copping a bit of flack from. Um, Gussie being there and helping out, but I don't think it's a, an ish, issue at all. I think um, in life, you you can't grow by yourself. You need people around you to, to point you in directions and, and help you along the way. And why not from a, a experienced coach and, and Phil Gould? I think um, you'd be stupid not to use his knowledge. So um, he's been great around the club. I think everyone's open to to everyone's input and um, Ciro's the same. He's, he's been great as well. He's, he's really stepped up from the, the under-20s gig and He's really helped me out personally a lot, and, and so with the the younger boys coming through. 
Hey, mate, look, you know, it's Chris here. Like, like yourself, I, I struggled with my weight when I was younger. I didn't have any else. <laughs> Still am struggling with my weight. I didn't have anyone on a punch bag, but I wish I did have somebody a bit older than me to tell me that routine, because that sounds perfect. It, sound, it looks like it's worked for you. It's definitely worked for you. Do you pass that on to any of the younger boys in the team? Oh, most definitely. I'll, I'll, I'll try and pass it on to to every junior that I come across that, that asks those questions as well. I think whenever I get a chance to stand in front of um, the future of rugby league, I try and put it out there that um, it, it is hard work and sacrifice that um, really puts you in a good position above the rest. When you're a kid, it's always a skill level that separates everyone from the rest. But I think as you get more mature and older, I think it's, it's hard work and dedication that, that ends up taking over. So... Um, I always try and push that message across, especially every time I get a chance to stand in front of a, a group of young men that aspire to be rugby league players. So it's definitely um, something that I appreciate as a kid. I respect my old man a lot for um, yeah, just doing everything that he did for me, the sacrifices he made to um, yeah, to plant that seed at such a young age. And um, it's something that I, I love to do is try and plant that seed in, into younger kids' heads as well. A serious question, but good words from yourself, uh, Trent. But does Nathan clear it? Does he go in the shower nude? <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you something though. You won't see any of this generation step in the showers nude. It's something that I I despise. I can't stand it. I think um, it's part of the rugby league culture to to shower nude and yeah. get them. <laughs> get the <laughs> yeah. It really yeah gets under my skin. We've got a few Mormons in the team too, so I like to chase them around the sheds in the nude. So it's a bit of. <laughs> You're a big Borat fan. Do you often uh, bring out the main or? <laughs> uh, no, that's the one piece that I don't pull out. I think mean, I get the suit, I get everything else, but uh, I try and stay away from the swimsuit as much as I possibly can. Yeah, Trent, can you give us your best Borat impersonation? I just did one man, but I want a longer version of it. We'll ask him a question and you have to answer it in Borat. All right, so here you go. So what are the chances of Ryan Gerber and Rikishi? Who is this Ryan Gilbert? Is he, is he in Pussy Camp? <laughs> I, I very much like to meet this uh, Ryan Gilbert. I very much hear he is an uh, intercept king of the rugby leagues. I'm taking the mic off, Trevor. I'm out. That's a good Quickly, quickly before we let you get back to your life, what do you think your position in a top eight this year? Do you reckon you'll make it? Oh, most definitely. I think that's what you um you strive hard to do in, in the preseason. You work really hard. Oh, I feel that uh, over the last few years we've built a a platform uh, that we need to build off. I think we've put ourselves in, or we've made it harder on ourselves to put ourselves in good positions the last few years. But I think all the pieces are put together now, and it's 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 our time to really. Give it a good crack. Trent, there's something else that you give it a good crack as well too, post-regular. It's a move out of your head campaign, which you're starting. Can you give us a little bit more info about that and, and what you mean by move out of your own head? I find my head quite fun to be in. You would find it. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's a campaign that I've, I've put together. It's something that I'm really passionate about. It's in... It's uh, it's in the mental health movement arena. I think um, it's something that that really needs to 
to be put a light shone upon it. I think awareness and prevention in mental health is, is something that's that's very serious, especially at a young age. And um, we're starting a campaign on the 25th of this month. Um, it's called Move Out, Move Out of Your Head. And it's, um, it's going to be a social media campaign and we really want to get everyone behind it. But um, I'll leak some hints along the way. You guys have got the exclusive now. So um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's something that I'm very passionate about and, and something that, that really needs to to bring awareness to. Great, great stuff, Charles. Well, thanks so much, Mez, for being our first guest on the Sport Project. Before you leave, can you just give us, this is Trent Merrin on the Sport Project in your little Borat voice. This is Trent Merrin from the Penrith Panthers on the Sports Project. Thank you very much for having me on your television show. And, uh, <laughs> have a good night. Thanks, guys. Each week, we're going to be bringing you something a little bit unique, and uh, that also comes from our little bit unique human, and that is Sasha. Oh, this is me. This yeah. is oh, there you go. Right, hey. Here we go. So this this uh, this segment's called Sasha's Unusual Wacky Sports Sug. Sub segment from sports around the world. Bless <laughs> you. Nice and fast. Quick, come on, Sash, get it. All right, done. so this week we're going to talk about chess boxing. So, what is that? <laughs> Glad you could ask, Carlos. So, chess boxing is 11 rounds, six rounds of chess, and five rounds of boxing, each what? round lasting three minutes. That's and longer than you boys you have ever gone. You hey, 100%. You punch someone in the chest. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, is he you said chest boxing. Chest, chest, no team. I thought you said chest. No, Speak no, English, idiot. Fair dinkum, dude. Oh, wow. Well. English. So oh, yeah, you punch him, him in the solar plexus for 12 rounds. And Screw you can, the way you can win is you either knock them out by TKO, like boxing, yeah. or you can also win with a checkmate, so... Okay. Yeah, Is that it? That's, that's it. it. That's yeah, it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's so go into this. So six rounds, six rounds, you fight as hard as you can for three minutes without getting knocked out. Then yeah. it goes ding, 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 gloves go off and then you play chess. That's your heart rate. But do you know what though? Like anyone ever asked me what boxing's yeah. like, because I do boxing, yeah, I say it's an it. aggressive game of chess. That is dead set, stepped it up a it whole is. new it's level. It's tactical, it's tactical. Both yeah, you got crazy and then sitting down and Night to green four. We stop yeah. yourself from getting punchy, right? So you're yeah. keeping the mind active. You're training the mind. All right, Sash, if you've set the standard in the bar with that one, oh, uh, I'm right, looking forward too. to a full year of weird and wonderful yeah, wacky sport. Um, all right, so we went out. We went out to the wilderness. Actually, we sent Sasha because none of us wanted to go outside. He picked a team that we're going to be looking after all year. Sasha, give us a little bit of a rundown and introduce us to our El Capitano. Yeah, look, long story short, I reached out to a mate of mine, Jason Craig, who used to play for the Raiders. Um, he's had a bit of involvement with the Gungarland Bulls, and he's put us on to Sandsy, the one and only Tony Sands. How are you, mate? Mate, never seen a brighter, mate. How are you? Mate, fantastic, fantastic. Now, look, just so for the benefit of our listeners, can you give us a bit of a history on the Gungarland Bulls, your involvement in the sport of NRL? Oh. So I did say a fantastic picture of you sent through <laughs> earlier on from 1978, under 23s. Um, give us a bit of a history, mate. All right, mate. Well, uh, well, the Bulls themselves, mate, we've been, we've been the Bulls since 1994, uh, 25 seasons this year, actually. Um, 
Uh, and we grew out of uh, a couple of the old clubs in Canberra, Lakes United, Sharks and Belconnen United Panthers got together and then we ended up as the Bulls. Uh, we're still going strong. We uh, always have a go. We're not the richest team in the in the comp, but uh, we've won a couple of comps here and there and, and we do our best. I've been playing there since about 96 and... Uh, I mean, I don't get much of a run. I'm always available for selection, but you know, <laughs> we're still, still going strong. Yeah, well, I know Sansi from my days uh, playing at Queen BM Blues back in the 2000 comp. Oh, let's but make this all about you, Carlo. When we did, when we did win the premiership. But no, mate, it's uh, it's always a good club. Uh, Gungarland Bulls, played against them a few times, and, uh, you know, you always feel welcome there. Uh, mate, I was training tonight. Yeah, mate, it was good, mate. I killed it. Killed it tonight. Uh We've got a nines comp. We start tomorrow night, so uh, you know I've done a done a bit extra for the nines. I'm not used to the nines because uh, back in my day we only ever played with nine when we had four set off. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll do our bet tomorrow. We'll see how we go. It's not suited to an old bloke like me, but we'll see how we go. You sound like you're doing all the right preparation and and post recovery as well too. Are you in the pub at the moment, mate? Oh yeah, but the pub. I can you hear all that music, which isn't my type of music, because it's sort of like that rap dance and bloody shit that they play around the place. But, <laughs> but, uh, I am, I'm about my fifth point, but it's not midnight yet. So. Now, Sandy, you were talking about the nines comp coming up, mate. Tell us honestly, are you starting and what grade? <laughs> well, uh, we had to put two grades in. I, I am in the second team, unfortunately, but uh, I'm also... Uh, I'm also the uh, registrar and acting president of the club, so uh, I might be able to change that on the computer tonight. So we'll see how we go. Sons, can you, and the re- sorry, can you correct my math here? An alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> can you correct He's my math here if I'm wrong? Because we've so, received a picture of you in the under 23s yep. that was taken yep. in 1978, which is 39 years ago, and you're still <laughs> playing second grade. <laughs> Yeah, what is a first grade? Now, Mass wasn't my strong yeah, well, point, mate, but you're 578 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we, we, you know, we all get better, better at different rates. I don't think I've peaked yet. You, do you know what? <laughs> I reckon there's a couple of blokes in here who haven't peaked quite yet either. Do you, do you reckon you've got a place for maybe one or two of them on the team throughout the year? Mate, ring a ding ding. I'd love to. <laughs> We've got our two able-bodies uh, in Carlo and Chris. Do you no, reckon, I reckon they're... Not, I think you're having Chris to Sash. Yeah. I've got Carlo no hair. No, I, 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 I just went to the toilet before and uh, talked about it. I reckon get all three of them down here, but get them in the front row where you actually play footy and we'll see how they go. Mate, he's older than God and he's still playing and you two are here. Come on from you. Mate, he's older than Canberra, sons, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. The, the age depends on... on uh, on what's going on. So every pre-season, generally you get a new reserve grade coach and I introduce myself. He doesn't know who I am. I just tell him I'm 29. It's all good. <laughs> I reckon you look exactly like that too. Hey, Sansi, thanks so much for uh, chatting to us and uh, letting us adopt you throughout the year. We look forward to chatting to you. Yeah, and also no, uh, Terry, Terry Campesi <laughs> says that uh, Gungarland Bulls are crap. Is that true? Yeah, that's right. We'll tell him Spain discovered Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate. All right, Great legend. Stuff. Thanks again. Oh, we'll talk no to you soon. Guys, have a lovely weekend. You Thanks, too, mate. Time. Good luck, mate. Bye. Bye-bye.
Right, the final segment before we say goodbye to each other, which is really sad because I've really enjoyed this time with you all. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't wait to go home. <laughs> uh, we're going to do Go Around the Grounds, uh, your contender for the premiership for NRL and your Dally M and Smokey. We'll throw a Smokey into Right, well, I'm going to say Cowboys, JT and the Smokey at Gold Coast Science. Ooh. Yep. Mm. So I'm going to say um, JT as well. And for the Smokey, Nathan Cleary. I know I've said a little bit of Nathan Cleary, but I love the boy. What about Premier? Go to Chooks. Who's going to win? Bruce's, man. 100%. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, you two boys obviously know absolutely nothing about NRL because the Storm will take it out again. Billy Slater in what may be his final year will get the Dalian. And I really want the Bulldogs to perform like they've wanted to perform for so long. I want them to finally step up to the plate and they will be my dark horse. I'm going to agree with you on one point, Chris, and say Billy Slater for Dally M. See? I'm going to agree with the other two for Cowboys for the Premiership. Rubbish. My smoky is going to be where all Sasha's teammates have gone up to the Newcastle Knights. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Like Are we having a little wager on this, people? Ooh, or what? There needs to be a friendly wager. Nude 100 metre sprint. Wrong. Chris does that every weekend. Mm. Yeah. That's <laughs> the run home. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Carlo, Chris, Sasha. Thank you very much for joining us on the first sport project. We will be back week in, week out with all the latest sports, weird and wonderful things that we do. Hooroo! <laughs> <laughs>